app load. Post. I guess it's already posted. All right, cool. Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voice of the Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, everyone. And I'm your host, Kane. And today we're going to be talking about Root of Nightmares, the new um, raid that came out over the past weekend. Uh, we spent a lot of time. In those roots. Uh, yeah, what we did... Well, I have... Like, I had like six or seven clears before Tuesday. Yeah, but most of those clears were like after contest mode. No, we had, we had two contest mode clears. Two and a half. Yeah, two. Okay, two and a half. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving us those two encounters, man. Uh, so yeah, we spent the first day together. Um, our day one raid team. And uh, it took us about 12 hours to complete the, the Rooted Nightmares. Got our day one emblem. Felt really good about that. Our first contest mode completion as well in this clan. So it was very, very nice to finally get that, even though it's not the toughest raid, but still contest mode regardless. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, let's just get right into it, I guess. Uh, so when we go over this raid, we'll talk about the encounters, I guess, obviously, because it's the raid. Um, but then we'll also talk about the controversies that came up around the raid as well. So if you want to go ahead and give your thoughts on the raid as a whole, uh, go right ahead. I mean, it... It's still fun uh, to run it. It's, I mean, it's super easy. It's a, for me, it's like not a very stressful like Sherpa raid. So like you can definitely take more people in there that haven't run it, and you're probably gonna finish at a fairly good time. Um, but man, I just feel like there are just a lot of like uh, designer like laws by the devs like and we'll kind of get into that with like when we talk about like each encounter but like i think there was just a lot of missed opportunities to like really make this like an even better raid um i'm not really sure what they were like necessarily thinking with like some of the stuff that they did for it but i don't know at least it's fun um but it, it is it's it's really easy which is kind of sad yeah, so um, day one we went in. Uh, I still had like some trouble with the like combat difficulty, but that's just because I'm not as good as like half of our day one clan in terms of combat. Um, yeah, well, I think we kind of like really hurt ourselves, like <clears throat> in a way, like because previously, like in contest mode, uh, when we would go into these things, it was always. Um, the DPS check was the main issue. Well, there was no DPS check in this raid. So, we really should have flipped a lot of us to more like, um, right off the rip, machine guns. Uh, just clearing out ads uh, like crazy. But mm -hmm. 
I think if we would have done that, like, I mean, cause, so the first completion on contest mode, it was around 12 hours. Um, and then on Saturday we did a kind of a Sherpa run kind of in a way, um, the two people that joined us had a little bit of knowledge on what was going on in the raid. So it wasn't like they're completely lost, but that took us. So it wasn't their first in- clear. Like, uh, it was our first clear though for them. Yeah. Um, it, that took us eight and a half hours. Um, if we probably would have ran with the original six, probably would have been easily under eight hours. I think it would have been at least maybe four. Yeah. And then on Sunday, when we kind of had the goof, <clears throat> we literally made it to third encounter while shirping three people. And we made it to third encounter. And I'm going to say two hours. We were probably at it with two and a half. Um, but some of that time was, you know, explaining the encounters. We had a few people going bathroom breaks, you know, after each encounter or like before we'd start up or something like that. But like, yeah, it was, I think that's kind of the more, most damning thing about this, um, this contest mode, right. Compared to the other ones was that we were going, we went through that raid in two like two and a half hours two hours and didn't realize that it was on contest mode yeah i think that's the most damning thing you can say about a contest mode raid yeah well i mean like while we're doing this like and i was kind of like doing like my like in terms of like the mechanical side of like the raid which didn't really have like too much involvement with like dealing with ads and whatnot so like i mean i would just shoot a you know, blinding grenade here, maybe a rocket here, you know, hit my node, keep bouncing back and forth. I'm also thinking to myself, like, dude, why is everybody, like, keep dying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, the only person that kind of, like, made sense that kept dying was uh, Chuck because of the, uh, what are those things, whatever the lifts, the things that boop you across from each, you know, from side to side, like, those are just really... Kind of a really bad design flaw because they kind of shoot you all over the place. So, yeah. For those that don't know about about this aspect of the raid, but in second encounter especially, there's these lifts that you have to shoot to fling you across the other side, but they're horribly angled, so it'll like shoot you off to the side or it won't shoot you high enough. And uh, I think that's just like that's something you can design around, you know. Like, you can put the lift somewhere else, or you can have, like, a level that's a little lower than the rest of the other levels. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that should have been... I, if they're, like... Te- obviously, you would figure they were testing it or, like, developing it. Um, they would They should have seen that, and I think we've seen that in the past when they've had, like, me- sort of, like, mechanics like this, and it just doesn't normally, like really work all that well so i feel like there should have been a you know different design in terms of either um making the sides closer to where it's more of a just an actual jump from your guardian instead of using the lift um but nonetheless it's in there and we got to deal with it uh yeah um so that's the second encounter. First encounter, that was, um, we didn't actually look up any guys or anything. We just went 
blind for every encounter, really. Um, the first one was you had to connect the dots between nodes. That's kind of like the entire raid, basically. It's They essentially took the mechanic from Spire and put it in this raid and added a, a lot more ads, I guess, and basically made it so that everyone has, has, has to do ad clear except for two or three people. Um, except for the third encounter. Third encounter, you had to swap planets and then do DPS. And the DPS, as we mentioned before, the DPS checks are a joke. People have done this raid with Rat King on contest mode. I've cleared yeah. Nezarek yeah. with Rat King. Um, Thunderlord was very popular <clears throat> on for contest mode. Thunderlord was the, the strat for contest mode. Um, which, like, I had a Thunderlord prepared. I didn't think it was going to be that effective, though. Yeah, like, to me, I think I had my Thunderlord on me. I had it more in terms of, like, um, if there would have been, like, an encounter in terms of uh, totems, like in King's Fall. Just a bunch of ads, something to do, like, good ad clearing. Um, but, yeah, I, I did not have uh, Thunderlord on my list of uh, weapons for doing DPS. So, yeah, I, I was shocked to kind of see that was going around. Obviously, I was when you have Rat King on contest mode, which is being used to basically just melt the final boss. That's kind of that's kind of bad. Yeah, it's kind of a joke. I don't necessarily mind that on normal, but not, I mean, because we've done Rat King runs like with King's Fall mm -hmm. and a little bit in Vow, and like it's fun to do that, like in terms of like just the normal raid, but for a contest mode, I feel like that's kind of, it's kind of bad. Exactly. Um, yeah, we've already mentioned that the bosses have little to no health. Uh, the Nezarek design level itself, so the final encounter. You just connect the nodes and then you do damage. Um, there's a bunch of plates all over the place. And um, if you don't connect the nodes in time, he does a white mechanic where you have to huddle around a certain plate, depending on the color that he shoots up from his arms. Um, we did that just to be safe, but I heard a lot of people just kind of sped red, like speed run it. Yeah, and I... <clears throat> um... I mean, obviously, I, I saw, like, because even, like, after we'd hop off, and I, I would just kind of bounce around on um, streams and stuff and, like, watching people do it. And, like, people, a lot of times, people would, like, obviously, the first time doing the nodes, I think it's pretty much safe to kind of connect uh, Dark and Light um, without avoiding, like, with avoiding the white mechanic. But then after that, like, a lot of teams, like, wouldn't do uh, the white mechanic and then... They would just get wiped because they were trying to like speed run it and like one person would just be like a tad too slow so like i've always said this back into uh my day one day or not day one my destiny one day is doing a vault of glass like um it's safer to kind of take it to that next phase um and a lot of times we're like atheon like we you probably could have two-phased them but there's no need to try to two-phase them like in Everybody die. Just play it safe. Bring them down to low health. Get ready for phase three. Like and I feel like if a lot of teams probably, and I think even with us, I think I, we didn't really take Nezzy very seriously until like I don't know. I feel like probably like a half an hour, forty five minutes into it, 
and then we started to kind of like take them serious and like once we kind of figured out everything um but i feel like if we we kind of did the same thing like we should have probably taken it slower from the beginning probably speed up our final time on our first run but like regardless we still got it done mm -hmm. yeah in general i don't mind doing multiple phases if it means that we get the completion i think there's yeah, a lot of people that a lot of people just rather just get it in the one go um and especially with <clears throat> how easy his health was um i mean there was i i think that would kind of like we try to go for maybe the one or the two phase like instead of just saying let's throw have some people throw on some ad uh ad clearing weapons um you know eliminate the ads eliminate the deaths while trying to connect the nodes take it slow yeah. bring it to third phase go in the final stand and just kill them yeah um we but didn't, I, I we didn't like, even use div for any of the bosses either <laughs> Yeah, like, and, like, going into this, like, that was kind of, like, my biggest concern was, okay, I was not really necessarily concerned about ads because, I mean, they're still going to be tough, but, like, it's never really been about survivability in a lot of times, um, especially with just how our mods are set up now compared to in the past. It's always been, okay, we don't have enough DPS output. We don't have enough heavy ammo. Well, all that was just gone. I mean, heavy ammo just yeah. constantly... I mean, I should have swapped off Aeons a lot sooner because Aeons were basically pointless. Um, bosses had basically little to no health. And it was just kind of... And I think that kind of just threw us all off because it was just kind of like... Well, DPS is gone. And like that's what we planned this entire time. Okay, this is what we're using for DPS. And these situations, like we did a bunch of different tests... We had a bunch of different things figured out, and then that was basically all wiped out because you could literally use whatever little freak you wanted to, mm -hmm. because it didn't matter. Yeah, and um, yeah, another fun thing to mention is that we actually beat him like two hours before we actually beat him. Like we, we we had another caretaker situation where we killed him after the buzzer beater, but it still gave us the credit for it with rewards, but not for progression. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Heartbreaking, but we buckled up and continue to go through it. So, get them done. So another thing to mention: um, the numbers came out for uh, Root of Nightmares. Uh, they they say Root of Nightmares had more day one clears than uh, Vow, DSC, Garden, um, Crown, Scourge, Last Wish. Uh, basically, all the raids from D2 and all the raids from D1 combined. Yeah, well, I, I think there's two things um, to look about on this, not necessarily in terms of, like, raid difficulty, but this is the first raid that's launched before it, like, I don't even really want to say day one, but since contest mode dropped that, we knew it was going to be 48 hours. So I felt like it was easier for people to kind of find a team and get like situated. Okay, we can do it this much on Friday. We'll kind of, I mean, that's even how we discussed early on. Like, okay, we'll kind of fill it out. You know, like if we get stuck to a certain point, we'll just, you know what, we'll call it 
for the night. We'll sleep on it and then get back at it on Saturday. So I think that really helped out a lot of people um, too. Obviously, I feel, granted, it's still contest mode. So, I mean, it's still challenging for a very, like, a majority of the player base. But, like, with the very little mechanics that are in this raid on top of the little health with the raid bosses, I think was a big factor on why we saw this. And I think going forward, um, I don't necessarily hope that the raids are this easy, um, but I'm hoping going forward that they keep the 48 hours for contest mode. I think that was um, really cool. I think that's either, even on both sides, if you're just kind of like... Um, you got a full-time job and like you play destiny you have plenty of time to potentially get this raid clear done um i saw a lot of content creators uh doing sherpas on saturday you had a lot of the top one percent pveers doing some really crazy challenges in this raid so like i think th this should be here to stay because i think it kind of like the 48 hours was so cool for like pretty much everybody i just hope that the next time we the next raid we get that's a new raid it's a little bit more challenging than root yeah the 48 hours is um it definitely lends to content creators and just like for people to watch and see some of the crazy things that happened um hopefully those things can still happen even though it will like hopefully they make harder raids like the uh, contest mode raids in the future um because it's really cool to see people do low mans and flawlesses while contest is active. Uh, yeah. I think that's really fun to watch. Oh, um, yeah, definitely for sure. So, like, I feel I feel like the 48 <clears throat> hours is a win. I also feel like, um, obviously, I sit here and say, like, this has probably been one of the easiest contest modes we've seen in uh, a day one, probably ever. Um, but, like still contest mode but like that 48 hours like and i think from here on out like those numbers are always going to be kind of like much higher um, than what we normally yeah. have seen hopefully it's not necessarily this high just because maybe if it's a little bit more challenging or whatnot but like well just just to give you think... an example actually um the attempted the amount of attempts that were made for the first 24 hours 354,388 for root but Val, Val is actually 384,441. Yeah, and to me, and I think um, Val to me is still, I think, looking at all the raids that have, like, released and, like, all of our day ones. I think to me, Val has been the most perfect raid uh, to drop in terms of, like, in, for contest mode. I don't think it was, like, overly challenging. It had its moments, like... I don't necessarily think the team because we kind of you threw a team together really quick on for that day one like it was kind of like i wasn't even planning on doing that day one you kind of pulled me into it yeah, um, ninja pulled me into it so like i don't think we necessarily were like prepared for it we're like i think if we had this team we go into that day one i think we beat it um but anyways but valor it had the perfect amount of challenge it wasn't overly i think difficult i mean it was no last wish um spire i think was still a little bit more challenging than val um and also val 
they didn't really announce that it was supposed to be 48 hours. The only reason it went to 48 hours because of all the, um, the bugs, connection, issues. connection issues. And I th- yeah. and I think they either announced it late on Friday or it might have been early on Saturday. And I think we were just kind of either some of us had plans or we were just kind of like whatever. Yeah. And we just never went back into it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then the 48 hours for Root was 445,866 attempts with a completion of 197,000. Um, so it went from a 25% success rate to a 44%. And I think the reason why that happened is because there was a lot of people doing Sherpas and, um, well, recoveries, I guess you can call them as well. Um, I think that's I, just- I think that's why that got inflated so high. Yeah, and I think just also, like, it, it is really nice to go and be like, okay, we get to this point. So say you had a team go, and they get all the way to either third encounter or they get to uh, Nezzy, but, you know, it's 9 o'clock at night. You know, they do a few attempts. Maybe you're tired or something, like, you're able to just kind of like, okay, we got a checkpoint. We'll just come back to it tomorrow. And I feel like that's why you see the percentage mm-hmm. like i'm all for like i feel like everybody that is i guess at power should still have the opportunity to at least complete this raid um and i think time has always been a big issue because like there's a lot of people that can't take time off for work on a friday so like they're already behind you know like what six hours they lost so now they have to do the raid in 18 hours on top of already working you know a shift so the 48 hours big one for me i'm hoping that that's something that sticks i'm just hoping that we see a more i guess mechanical raid a little bit more challenging than what they just dumped on us yeah, my my big issue was just the um, the amount of people you need to put on ad clear, and the fact that like if you try to get more people to help you with the mechanics of the raid, it actually slows it down. Yeah, it, no, it really does. Like it's <clears throat> so, like you can literally... we mentioned before, like you have to connect um, dots, but if you shoot a dot before it's connected while you have the buff, it like breaks the chain. Um, so you have to wait for it to come back. So if you have someone trying to help and they shoot too early, it just it screws up the whole run. Yeah. Um, I like raids really. that include like a lot of people, like maybe one or two on ad clear, and then the rest like do it. But I like raids that include everyone in an encounter. Yeah, and that's why I like Vows so much, is because even ad clear has to be on top of their game. Yeah, because I mean, even other than really, I guess if you want to talk about second encounter um ad clear is just basically ad clear and they don't really do anything um obviously third encounter is basically everybody doing ad clear mixed in with like a few like um just matching symbols and it's pretty chaotic with an other random stuff thrown into it and then at fourth encounter even if you're ad clearing you still have to make call outs and you have to pay attention to what's going on instead of like you have to kind of focus up instead of just like let me just burk everything yeah um 
I think that's going to be it for the raid talk. Unless you have anything you want to say. Um, here, let me pull up the thing. Uh, did we want to talk about some of this? Or is this what we're going to next? Um, wait, wait. Just, okay. Yeah, I deleted that. I just deleted that one thing. That's it. Okay. Well, I didn't well, know if we really. We've already wanted... talked about a lot of this. Oh, the one the thing. Rumor. Yeah, the rumor. I don't know how true this rumor is. I don't think it's true per se because they had to plan this as a raid. There's no way they would have planned this as a dungeon. And that's the rumor. People thought that this was planned as a dungeon initially. Um, because before the final shape was a thing, Lightfall was a thing. It was going to be the final. And people assumed that there was going to be a dungeon with uh, a raid. And so they made this the raid. Um, but it just seems like the, with their plans, like... They always drop a raid with every expansion. So there's no yeah. way they could have planned this as a dungeon like a year or two ago. And then go, oh wait, no, let's make this a raid now. <laughs> like, I don't know. It seems so wild to me. Yeah, I mean, that third third encounter definitely is like a little bit different. It's vastly to, different like, compared to everything else because there is no notes to connect. It's just so like... Yeah. And if you kind of go based off the last few raids that have dropped, like there's always either it's the same mechanic, but like they kind of build upon it where this is like not even like really close to what's going on in the raid. So like I can maybe see that. I'm also kind of with you. I don't mean it's just a rumor. So like I can really just, you know, be like, oh wow, this was definitely a dungeon. I definitely think this raid is uh definitely three man it easily. I think you can easily three man this raid. Um just because you you really only need two people for the, the, the nodes. Um and then one person for uh for Nezarek. Yeah. Nezarek final boss is the only <clears throat> time where you need three people doing a mechanic. Every other time, you could have two people doing something. Technically, the first encounter one, second and third encounter, you could literally have two people doing something. Everybody else at clearing, and then when you get the final boss, you need three people doing something. And even then, if you're extremely gifted, you really only need two people. Yeah, but that's like the one percent. The one percenters out there. Um, so next up I want to talk about is the veil. Uh, I know we're, <laughs> we're talking about the veil again. Um, I don't have answers on what the veil is, but, uh, you should, <laughs> if you want to talk about it, you should have answers. That's the only time you should bring it up. Uh, yes. but we talked about last week that there's going to be a mission for, uh, explaining what the veil is, mm -hmm. uh, next season. And a lot of people thought about like, oh, they just threw that together and, you know, it's just to appease people. Uh, but I was watching some of the lore videos about the exotic um, machine gun. And how you when you go back into the Black Garden, you're actually recovering this, like, memory core uh, that knows how to, like, build the um, Black Heart or the heart of the, of the Black Garden. Um and that is essentially like a failed version of 
the veil. So I assume that mission's going to have something to do with the, the memory core. Um, that's the only reason I brought this up, because I had that thought. And uh, I hope I'm right. It wouldn't be yeah, a podcast I... without my weird conspiracies. of. Uh, um, I definitely thought it was kind of weird when they made that announcement. Um, kind of with you, I feel like this was kind of land um, from the get-go. I feel like this was like probably something to do with like the seasonal content. Uh, for next season, but like since there was such an like an outcry of like on how uh, the campaign was that they probably removed it from the seasonal content to then just moving it to owning Lightfall would be my guess because we we can finally actually I'm gonna kind of swing off a little bit. This will I think be the first time we can probably see numbers. Financially from Bungie, correct? Since whenever Sony has their stuff. Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess they're going to have to do the earnings, right? Um, I'd be interested to see on how many people buy the expansion and also buy the seasons. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's a high percentage. I feel like it's um, a... I think it's maybe 50. And I don't know if you consider that high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 50 to 60, I would say. So, and then... You probably don't want to piss off the other half. So I think that's why they probably it was tied into next season, but then they probably removed it. It's probably like, I don't know. I think it we get a weapon out of it, don't we? Isn't like the hand cannon involved with that? I think so. I think that's why it was shown with the Lightfall um, key art when they were <laughs> advertising it. Um... So that's more thoughts on the veil. Tune back next week for more thoughts on the veil. Um, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't really know. You'll have the answers then. <laughs> I'll talk to my good friend Blythe. Maybe he'll figure it out. Um... Blythe doesn't even know. <laughs> We're screwed. All right. Uh, so we'll move on into the hot fixes and some of the 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 the, the Twitter drama. Um, so. Literally yesterday, there was a dungeon farm going on um, because the master dungeon this week was uh, duality. And people were cheesing Galron to push him off the edge. And it took about 20 seconds because you had the checkpoint. You could just load in, start it. And uh, Bungie shut that down almost immediately with maybe about 12 hours or so, maybe less. Uh... And people were using that to cheese Artifice Armor, which is very valuable in this game now. But turned out the armor was not that great. It was rolling from anywhere from, like, what, a 58 to a 65 stat roll? And yeah, it wasn't even I mean, spiky armor. It was kind of just, like, mid armor. Yeah, from what I was seeing, it was pretty low. Every now and then you would get a good armor piece. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, it was, it was pretty low. So what were your thoughts on the... Um, this happening and then them shutting it down pretty damn fast and then having Twitter uh, cry about it. Um, I've always kind of said this in the past with Bungie, and I think sometimes they're really bad at reading the room. Um, just let it go. Like this wasn't, I don't, in my opinion, this wasn't game breaking. Like mm -hmm. especially like 
um it wasn't like you were getting like 70 something stat armor yeah drop every single time like it was pretty low stat armor occasionally you get um pretty decent rolls but nothing crazy just let it go fix it once it's out of the rotation you take your w like you you make the community happy because you allow that this bug is a thing um granted so you shut this down and that this is not available you remove the checkpoint but yet we still have invisible guardians floating around in crucible and the red chest but, is bugged in root yeah so like just they should have just allowed this i mean especially that if we want to consider lightfall as feels like a very introduction to new lights to get new lights and returning old players back into the mix of destiny to to hopefully to have a crazy uh expansion with final shape like I mean, that would i would have been perfect for new people like yeah an easy you know artifice armor granted maybe it's not the highest stat roll but like granted if you got a 62 it's technically a 65 mm-hmm. yeah that's true you know so like I, I don't know just take the w people were super excited well not really i wouldn't say super excited about it but like people were like kind of hyped about it on like you know twitter like i saw a lot of people talking about it like they were gonna do it they're gonna hop on with some buddies you know and then yeah bungie's like no we're gonna remove your fun but go ahead and play crucible or something else and have invisible guns and have invisible other <laughs> players that yeah. we've had since like day two of lightfall yeah which I'm, I'm not saying i'm sure like that's a really hard fix i'm not expecting them in the moment that happened that they should have had a hot fix but we have all these other bugs going against us. We finally have a bug that's for us that we can use to our advantage, and it's shut down. Yeah. I, I was pretty neutral on it, like, you know, just let it go. But also, it's not the greatest armor. Like, there's better armor in that dungeon that you could grind if you really wanted to. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's where, like, because it wasn't great armor, like, I don't see an issue exactly. where it wasn't... Like, so just let it go. Now, if it would have been 70 plus armor and it took you 20 seconds to do, okay, maybe, yes, maybe <laughs> that needed to be addressed and shut down. But, like, because it was such low armor, just, just allow it to go. Like, they're on Twitter, you know, they're seeing, like, they follow a lot of different, like, Destiny players. Like, they see, like, this is something that they're planning on doing that night or the weekend. Just... Let them have it until it's out of the rotation. Yeah. It wouldn't have lasted that long. It would have been like, what, five, four days, something like that? Yeah. 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 And then you could disable the checkpoint for when it comes around after, what, three or four more dungeons? Yeah. You could have literally on today on TWAB, they could have said, um, just enjoy it now. Um, but Because they've done that in the past. Like, they've done... Yeah. Uh, this is something that we're going to look into, but enjoy this right now. Yeah, like, I don't understand. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, we've talked about Invisible Guardians. That should be fixed now, since uh, the hot fix went live. Yes, sir. And uh, only one other thing from the TWAB. Uh, 
Changes to Guardian Ranks and Accommodations. So they said that they're not done making changes to the Guardian Ranks Accommodations. They're updating it with more info. For example, moving the Lost Sector objectives to higher Guardian Ranks. So fewer players are stuck at rank 6. Uh, this is also comes out hot on the heels of uh, making accommodations fewer. Uh, the required accommodations needed to rank up. Um, their highest, <laughs> their highest rank was six thousand, which that's quite a bit. But I yeah. thought this was something that you were going to eventually like get uh, get to throughout the season, and not something to just fast track to. Because I think the, the the requirements they have now, like I'm already there, like, or I'm pretty damn yeah. close to being there. Um, I went on Twitter and I made a elitist tweet about it, saying how like these changes weren't needed to be made. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are just asking for loot and don't want to do the work to get it. Or asking for titles and don't want to do the work to get it. Yeah, and especially Guardian ranks that, that resets like every season. Like I don't know. Like I just feel like just do the thing. Now, I mean, I, I definitely probably think like the accommodations itself. I think they need to be like completely reworked. I think they're kind of pointless to begin with uh, in this game. Um, I don't necessarily mind the Guardian ranks to have, like, okay, you've done all these activities, like, this is what's making you a really good Guardian. Um, yeah. No. In general, honestly, they shouldn't even be in the Guardian ranks because the Guardian ranks is supposed to show off, like, how good you are. Yeah. And your skill level. Uh, the accommodations are just supposed to be, like, a fun thing to add at the end. Like, they could have tied anything else to that, but not Guardian ranks. Yeah, agreed. And like to me, like I also kind of feel like um I don't know why you're moving uh lost sectors to like I don't know, to whatever the next maybe level seven or level eight. Yeah. Like I because it was what, five lost sectors? It was one do it uh flawless, I think. Flawless legend, and then five yeah. lost sectors, I think. Yeah. Um, to me, I mean, I would have just kept it at six. Um, and like to me, I even ha I don't even have an issue when it comes to like guardian guardian ranks. If um, <clears throat> say doing flawless trials was a thing for like one of the last like uh, guardian ranks, like I'll probably never go flawless. I have no issue that being a thing. And like guardian ranks, I mean that's like showing you like, hey, you're a up tier guardian. Like you're really good at PvP. You do like the PVE things. Like this is what makes you. Is it ten levels? What's the highest level? Twelve. Eleven. Eleven. I mean, if that was tied to tier eleven, and like that's what made tier eleven unlocked, I have no problem for it. Like, and I would probably never get it because one, I never go into trials really still wouldn't go in the trials to get tier 11 but like i don't know. just moving lost sectors like don't get me wrong like lost sectors like harder than a raid right now but like still <laughs> like that's another thing i don't think we mentioned it but like after the contest mode was off that that was such an easy raid to run through 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing people get it under 30 minutes. Uh, it's a lot of your speedrunners. Um, I mean, we'll be consistently once we have everybody up to speed um, with everything, like, easily, always, constantly, under an hour. Like, and I feel like when I say that, like, we have a pretty good clan of PvE players, but we're not amazing. Like, it's just that easy of a raid, like, with no mechanics whatsoever in that raid. It just, you can fly through that thing. Have two people do their stuff. Everybody just make sure that they clear out all the ads so that they don't have anything shooting at them. Good to go. All right. Uh, so let's move on into questions. Uh, we're going to answer this question from Justin that we, was uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, I I have one in mind. Um, this was, I think I've mentioned this in the past that I would want this to be uh, super, but this might be more um, fitting for an exotic. But basically an exotic machine gun that puts up like a barricade and you can move with the gun. So basically like a like a shield that people can hide behind. Um, so it kind of combines the effects of Vexcalibur with a machine gun, like, um, oh, what's the one from Guardian Games? I can't remember. Hair Apparent. Hair Apparent. How do you remember that? Because it was a good exotic. It was a very good exotic, yes. Um, that actually might be meta now, since machine guns are insane. But do you have any... Um, Exotic ideas at all? Not really. No. To be honest, yeah, like I kind of asked me this on the fly, and I'm just kind of still thinking. <laughs> it's been a few weeks, man. You should have thought of something. Uh, well, it's a Justin question, so I just kind of uh, let that go. Um, I mean, I don't know, just something fun, dude. Like something good. Give me like a good DPS. Give me a three. Round burst LFR that's like God tier. Okay. Okay, sure. Does a fire slow and does bigger hits? I don't know. Yeah. Something with like, I don't know. Also leads like kind of like a uh Do you remember did you ever what is it called? Now I can't remember what the heck this rocket launcher was called. Um Gallahorn. From, uh, not Gallahorn. It was from Destiny One. Uh, oh, what, is it a is it a solar one? Yeah, left like the solar. It like had Hellfire, right? Is it the one you're thinking of? Yeah, I think they eventually changed it to Hellfire. It used to be just like kind of like a solar grenade, and they eventually swapped it to where it was like on the ground instead of just chilling in the air. That is gonna drive me crazy. Um, it was horrible. <laughs> It was like napalm or something. Oh, uh, once I see it, I'm gonna be like, "Dragon's oh, yeah. breath." Dragon's breath, yes, sir. Yeah, um, I I actually used that gun. I I kind of liked it. Uh, well, it was horrible when it first came out. I think it was. Well, okay. yeah, I came to it like way after the fact, so. I think it was okay towards the end. <clears throat> well, like that would be kind of cool, like with an LFR, like maybe like leaving like kind of like a little solar like trail trail type thing for a few seconds i don't know that's pretty cool all right uh then we also have a question from wilson here 
Um, he said, he asks a few questions. We're just going to take, I think, two or three. Um, he asks us if this expansion was meant to be a filler um, before um, Final Shape. What are some things that uh, we would want to see happen between now and then? Um, I'll go first. Um, I would like to see them explain what the veil is. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit um, in previous episodes. Uh, I just want good seasonal st story content. Like, they don't have to be, like, great, but, like, just something to set up final shape. Um, you know, have fun missions. Like, I feel like all of the missions that have dropped for, like, a lot of the exotics have all been really good. I mean, the... The exotic mission for the glaive. Pain in the butt. But, like, that's kind of a fun mission, though. Oh, yeah, that's something we did last night. Yeah, we did a legendary. legendary. That was... I didn't realize how painful that was going to be. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But we did but it. On normal, though, that's kind of a cool mission. Yeah. No. Uh... I don't know what he means by this, but I'll let you take this. Um... Will another settlement not need our help? So I'm assuming he's kind of speaking about, like, Niamuna, which we had no clue even existed. Um, there has to be another destination, right, for Final Shape? And there's all those rumors about Titan coming back. So... I'm assuming he's, like, kind of, like, talking about, like, the Niamuna people who aren't, like, technically connected to, like, the Light and the Guardians helping them. I'm, that's how I'm kind of taking this, like, so, I, I don't know, like, in terms of, like, I guess if we find somebody else out there? What if we that's wake up, I... what if we wake up the Niamuna people, and then that's the break between Xbox One and Xbox Series X? <laughs> PlayStation 3 and PlayStation or PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. That'd be nice. Be alright with that. It's like, hey guys, we got rid of the last gen, so now we can actually have people in this city. Yeah. Probably not, but you know. <laughs> they're they're gonna be forever in their cryopods. Um Alright, and his last question, pretty good one, is why do we keep coming back to Destiny? Um I'll let you go first on this one, because I feel like you have a better thought-out answer than me. So, I mean, cause I, going back to on, like, some Wilson's, like, he went back and listened to some of our other podcasts, and he kind of mentioned, like, obviously the story was kind of, eh, uh, story in Destiny 2, or just Destiny in general, other than, like, a few expansions, which Queen Forsaken, um, uh, King's Fall. Uh, or the Taken King, not King's Fall. That was King's Fall's raid. Um, name me a better game that feels as good as Destiny 2 that's a loot shooter. You're not going to find one. Um, the game definitely has its flaws. Um, if you look right now, I mean, name me a game that's doesn't, that maybe isn't like necessarily a complete competitive game. Um, you can probably still say Valorant and Counter-Strike probably have flaw flaws, but, like, overall, pretty well perfect game for, like, what they offer. 
um, Destiny just offers the most. I mean, you have PvE, you have PvP, even though it's in a bad state. Um, yeah, there's, still, there's nothing like PvP in Destiny, like, as Destiny PvP. Like, yeah, like... Anything like that. So, I mean, just the gameplay, um, I think the ability to, like, uh, help out other people um, either complete the first raid. I mean, what we did uh, route on Tuesday with uh, Cowboy, um... It was literally hilarious. Kamikaze was in chat, and I was like, oh, watch, somebody's going to get the raid exotic. And Mithril got, actually got his first ever um, <laughs> raid exotic. Like, yeah. that was hella cool. You know, I mean, I always remember doing Sherpas for Vault of Glass and, like, people getting, like, the excitement for them getting Galahorn or um, Vex Mythoclast was really, really cool. Um Obviously, there are going to be times where I always kind of just, you know, need to take a break or whatnot, but, like, I mean, it's just Destiny. I mean, it's still, without all the issues that it has, it's still a good game. Um, I really wish they would put more invested into Destiny 2. Um, I think if they would, I think you would see a very successful game. Maybe that's something that's coming... With Final Shape, maybe that's something that's coming after Final Shape, but unless you can find me a game that's a looter shooter, live service, um, that's out right now, I'll be on Destiny. Like, because mm -hmm. there just isn't another game like it, so. Yeah, for me, um, so, like, I never went back to Destiny 1 after playing the campaign until way, way, way later, like, three years ago later. Uh, but the reason I came back to Destiny 2 is just because it felt so much better than the first game. Like, just mechanically, like, the movement, speed, everything f felt better to me. So that's why I kept mm -hmm. with it. And it was a game that I could play with my friends, um, just, you know, while shooting the shit. Um, that's why I played Gotham Knights with a friend of mine, because... He's really into DC. It's a decent game, but rather just hang out with him. Uh, after him and my dad stopped, uh, I just want like I got invested, started to get invested into the story, the lore. Um, really got into all that, uh, and then while I was getting into that, finally came around to you guys, uh, Sully and Mike. And I think for me, it's really like the friendships that i've made that has kept me going <laughs> yeah this game has done a really weird not even i'm just talking for our sake but just in general um there are very few games i think out there <clears throat> that have generated like the amount of friendships um i mean the charity work like as much as we want to say on how toxic and how bad um the destiny community is i mean the destiny community for years um has raised millions and millions and millions of dollars for saint jude's um i think a lot of that stuff like a lot of the stuff that's really good about the destiny community um definitely gets hidden because of a lot of the toxic stuff that happens on the destiny community which is literally every community and everything mm -hmm. not just destiny so unfortunately yeah, and I think if I didn't make the friendships that I've made with this game, I don't think I would be playing it as much as I am. 
Well, I definitely wouldn't be playing it as much as I am. Um, because I've never done raids until... Never really done raids until I met you guys. Uh, I hopped around from clan to clan. You know, I did a raid here and there. But, you know, I just... I was still too shy to like get involved and active. Um, yeah, that's that's the real answer is just the uh, the close friends that we've made, and we keep making friends. Like last year, uh, Ace and Chuck had been a great addition to our clan. Um, Justin well, as well. Chuck's, when Chuck's awake. <laughs> when Chuck's awake, yes. Um, yeah, that's 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 my real that's my my. My full answer right there is the friends. Um, all right. I think that's going to be it for us today. Unless you have anything breaking news going on. Um, I guess not necessarily breaking, but since Ace here in chat, <clears throat> you still down for three man on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. down. Cool. Sunday. So, yeah, um, I might as well just promote that. Uh, I assume you're going to stream that, right? Yeah, probably 1 o'clock, Ace. 1, one thirty. So you can catch that Sully underscore underscore games on Twitch at 1 or one thirty uh, p.m. Eastern. Go over and subscribe and uh, hit the bell to get the notifications. I'll be in chat and I'll be watching. And uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at Kane Plays Stuff. And... Sully, you have anything left to say? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Not really. Just everybody keep grinding. Keep improving. Um, get ready for the next day one. Alright, and until then, Guardians, eyes down. <laughs>